Welcome to your weekly dose of alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy, if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, after a 20-year career as a top Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. This one empowering pivot has led me to the top of my network marketing company, graduating as a nutritional therapy practitioner, and helping thousands of women make changes with their health, mindset, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and tangible pieces of information that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, you guys, welcome back to In Total Alignment. I'm excited to welcome Danielle. We've just met. And if you're watching this anywhere where you can see her, you are going to, you're going to say the same thing. Her glasses are just so on point. They're so stylish. I absolutely love them. But more than that, I'm really excited to have her chat with us. She's a leadership expert and a best-selling author, um, helping people elevate their lives seven figures and beyond. And I just can't wait to hear everything that you have to share. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. And I'd love if you just kind of introduced yourself and gave us a little piece of your story so we can get to know you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I'm excited to be here. Hello, 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 everyone. I am... I always struggle with this question and not because I don't know who I am, but it's like, what direction do I want to go in? So here's what we'll, we'll go today because this show is about being in total alignment. So I was born to drug addicted, turn crack addicted parents in mid 1970. And for as long as I can remember, I have questioned my existence. And so I spent a lot of my life proving that I deserve to be here. And so I am addicted to success and striving and all of those things until I realized in my mid-30s that I didn't have to work as hard as I was working and that I could just be and embody who I was supposed to be and watch everything I'm supposed to experience in my life show up. So professionally, I spent 12 years in corporate America rose to vice president in the company where I was working. I literally woke up one day in 2004 and quit my job. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I was very clear that I was no longer meant to sit behind someone else's desk. And so I literally walked in, handed in a letter of resignation and started selling Mary Kay cosmetics (laughs) full time. And within about five months, I picked up my first pink Cadillac. I did that for two years. And then I had another moment where I'm like, girl, you just chated one desk for another. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. And so I really started to turn inward to figure out what I was supposed to gift the world with because I didn't feel like I had been given anyone a gift up until that point. And that's how my company, Incredible One Enterprises, came to be. We struggled massively at first, uh, so much so that I ended up going back to work And I ended up filing bankruptcy and eating ramen noodles and peanut butter and jelly every other day for 18 months to avoid living in my car, 
where I figured out who I wanted to be when I really grew up. And so about two years from that point of the bankruptcy, I decided who I was going to be and started working towards it in my own company. And within uh, three years, I was a seven-figure business and helping other people to create seven-figure businesses. And just three years ago, we went through a massive rebrand and really started focusing on helping other service-based entrepreneurs who are in that six-figure plateau make the move to millions. And so outside of who I am working, you know, if you're watching this, I'm a brown girl. Um, I love to laugh. I love God. I think that if you didn't come from millions, millions should come from you because wealth and abundance is our birthright. And I just want to do my part to help as many people as I possibly can experience abundance in their life because of their business or their career as I possibly can do. Wow. That is amazing. There are so many things to unpack there, but I just love how you share your passion. It is very apparent how much you want to help people and Thank you. help them come into their own, their own light. Mm-hmm. So how do you, I mean, there was a lot of steps there. You went through a lot of different, different changes. And, you know, sometimes I love when people share their story because especially you, you were so descriptive that you, we almost feel like we're right there with you, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of steps in between of, you know, growing up the way you did. Mm-hmm. to making that decision, like being strong enough to make that decision to leave your corporate job the first time to go pursue a career with um, Mary Kay, which is network marketing, which is funny because a lot of my audience is in network marketing. Oh, so nice. It's part of speaking right to that type of woman who, who is tired. Maybe she's a stay at home, stay at home mom, or she's in a job that she knows she doesn't love, Mm -hmm. but she can't like get over that gap. I always call it this gap of leaping over to the next step that, that may bring all the abundance with network marketing, or like you, it just makes you more aware of, Oh wait, there's even something more for me. Right. Yeah. It was Mary Kay was a springboard. Like I'm very clear. I don't think I would be here if it weren't for Mary Kay. I would have never even known there was this thing called personal development, right? Um, And for me, I didn't have anything at stake. Like there was nothing at stake because I was a single girl. I was in my 20s. I figured if it didn't work, I could rebound, right? Unlike a lot of the women that you just described who might be stay-at-home moms or... So, but even if you, if you're in a job that you don't love, I think you owe it to yourself to explore your options, right? I mean, there's a whole initiative around having your own side hustle. And let's keep it real. The company you work for at any day could decide they don't need your services anymore, right? So it's probably a good idea to, to use your skill sets in a way that really lights you up. Um, and to find out how to leverage that to put money aside or, you know, to open up another opportunity for yourself. Personally, for me, I do my best and I don't always get it right, but I do my best to be honest and in in integrity with myself. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not happy, like I'm just not a go along to get along kind of girl. I'm just not, I'm a disruptor and I'm always willing to bet on myself. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, worst case scenario, listen, I got an undergraduate degree. I got an MBA. I have an honorary doctorate. I could get a job or I could get a way to, to make money if that's what I needed to do. But I think that life is too short. And I think we're always reminded when when we experience death, right? When someone close to us passes, we're reminded of just how light, how short life is. And I would, I like to live like, I'm living my best life and I'm doing exactly what I want to do that I would be doing anyway. And it is a gamble. I get it. It is entirely a gamble. But I think that when you bet on you, you all it always pays off. It's always a winner. And so take the steps. I would never tell anyone to do what I did. Do not walk into your boss's office without a plan and quit your job. Don't do that. Instead, create a plan. I call it a transition plan. So if you know that you have desires to do something else, figure out what you want that other thing to be and figure out what you need. So what is the amount of money that you need to have in savings in order to increase the confidence that would allow you to consider walking away from the stability that you have in your position? And once you know that, then you can start to make decisions and do things differently. So um, for me, like I said, I did not do that. I was just like, I think I'll land on my feet. And um, it worked out to a certain extent. I mean, I filed bankruptcy and ended up going, but I never had to live in my car though. You know, I I never lost anything significantly. And I believe that's because I'm very true to who I am and who I'm supposed to be. And being willing to be unapologetic and uncompromising for what works for you and for those of you who have children, make your children your reason why, not your reason why not right? And so how can you use that to motivate and inspire you to take the steps to create a better life experience for you and ultimately them? And what lessons will you be able to teach them as they're watching you so that when they become adults, they have a frame of reference for things and decisions that they can make so that they can navigate their life in a way that serves and supports who they are. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love what you said at the beginning and I'm a similar personality. I take a risk and just know that, well, if that doesn't work out, that's okay. I've got a lot of other things that I can do and I'll always figure it out. And I sometimes think women, they need that self-belief. They need to really work on that self-belief that if this, you can try something and if it doesn't work out, it's not a failure. It's just a lesson. And you're always going to be able to find something else. What kind of tips. I know that you are really into mindset development Mm -hmm. and self-development. What tips do you have for that woman that she's not like us? I mean, Mm -hmm. naturally we are like that. I, I I believe that, but there's a a big percentage of women that don't have that self-belief naturally. What kind of tips do you have for them to start Mm -hmm. building that? Yeah, I love this question. And I even love what you just said a minute ago that we really don't fail. We either win or we learn. I love that. And so here's what I like to think about faith being, because what you're describing is a woman who has faith or needs to have faith in herself, right? Mm -hmm. And so I like to look at faith, simplest way possible. Imagine the chair, like the chair I'm sitting in right now. Faith is believing the chair is going to hold me without ever questioning it. Right. Right. Or the car that we drive. Faith is believing that the car is going to start or start because I think some people are still starting their car this way. <laughs> no judgment. Right. Um, the, the car is going to start without any problem. 
And so whenever you're in a place where you want to increase your confidence, three things that I always recommend. Number one, create an accomplishments and compliments journal. So what have you accomplished? Right? Write it all down. Everything. So when I have those days and I do have them, even though I am extremely confident, I do still have days when I question myself. Mm -hmm. When I have those days, I go to my accomplishments and my compliments journal. So what are the things that I've done in my lifetime? What are the things I did yesterday? What are the things I did last month that show that I'm a badass? Like all things considered. And then compliments. What are the things other people have told me that they admire, love, respect, or appreciate about me that when I'm having one of those days when I'm not feeling quite as confident, being reminded of how someone else sees me might help me to see myself differently. Love that. So that's like my favorite, my favorite go-to. Mm-hmm. Second, get your own theme song. Mm-hmm. What is the song that when you hear it, it makes you feel like Rocky climbing the steps of the Philadelphia Art Museum and screaming, Adrian? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is the song that makes you feel that way? That tells you you can do anything. And then third, give yourself written cues. So like on my computer, all around the exterior of the monitor, I have little quotes and things that remind me of who I am, whose I am, and what I am able to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I have one that's sitting right in front of my face that says, I get paid to be me. So that means I don't have to try to be anyone else. Because being me actually is profitable, right? Um, I've got, I expand in abundance, love, and success every day as I inspire others to do the same. I Like, what are the visual cues that if you gave them to yourselves when you're having those moments, they would be a reminder that you are somebody amazing. And then if all else fails, look at the little person that you have created and brought onto the planet. That is an indication that you create miracles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you can just look at the little things that are happening all around you and what people are saying, now often we miss the compliments because we're so used to downplaying and dismissing them, right? Someone says, oh, that's a beautiful dress. Oh, this whole thing, it's been in the back of my closet for 12 years. When the answer is really just, thank you. Right. So if you start paying attention to what's happening around you, you'll see that you really are the best thing since pockets. Like, could we just for a moment imagine what life would be without pockets? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what would we do if there weren't pockets? Like, and you, amazing woman watching or listening right now, you are one of the best things since pockets. And we all have our own story, we all have our own path that we've been through that is helping to make us the woman that we are becoming and we can acknowledge and eventually by by doing our self work we'll be able to even celebrate what mm-hmm. we've been through like i recognize today and i've experienced a lot of obstacles all of them happened for me not to me yeah it took me years yeah. to get to that point cuz i was a victim at one point mm-hmm. but today i can honestly say you know what that it not only did it not kill me, but it really did make me stronger. And I know that's a 
cliche that sometimes we don't want to hear, but it really did make me stronger. And it prevented me from ever experiencing anything similar again. Yeah. Because even though I might not have won, I learned. Exactly. Right. And so like, if it doesn't take you out, you have an opportunity to course correct and do it differently the next time. And if we would stop taking ourselves so seriously, like just stop taking yourself so seriously, Mm -hmm. have fun, laugh more because life really is short. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, Michelle, and, and the ladies that are listening, but I don't want to get to the my final days and regret the moments that I had when I could have lived more and I didn't because I was too uptight or in fear from some imaginary belief that would never even become my reality. Yeah, yeah. I say that to myself all the time. I have this picture of sitting on my front porch with a rocking chair. Not sure that I even want a rocking chair. (laughs) This is what my, the image comes to my mind and I'm 90 and I don't want to be, you know, having the picture of my life rolling and there, there being this one thing that I never did. I like, I just, I can't imagine that. And quite honestly, I think a lot of people, that's the reality. And when you are at that point, was what your best friend from high school saying about you, did that matter or the risk that it might've taken or the chance that you took and it didn't work? The person that's 90 is going to say, but you did it, but you tried. And that led you to the next step. I mean, I, have made so many pivots in my life. Some have worked out incredibly well mm-hmm. and some have flopped that very next minute, but I've learned something from them. Yeah. And I always look at them from a, a place of empowerment, not failure. And I think that's the piece that there's still, I mean, you and I are immersed in well-being and self-development, yeah. but there's still so many people not latching onto it. And sometimes yeah. I wonder how do they just sit in this resentment and anger and fear-based thoughts all the time? I mean, now that I'm completely out of that, I just yeah. can't even imagine not having yeah. the skills. If you follow me on social media, you know that I am not a shake person. I am not afraid to admit that a shake is not something that I wanted to ever become dependent on. However, I did realize some years ago that I needed to have more nutrients and vitamins in my life. So what did I do? I saw all of these creative concoctions on social media and Pinterest. So I went out and bought all of the ingredients and tried to create these smoothies at home that not only tasted good, but that I could get down. And I really was never that successful. And that's what made me interested in Shakeology. I was already using the products from Beachbody. I had never had any success with shakes before, but I decided to give it a try. What I learned was Shakeology technically isn't a protein powder or a meal replacement. It's truthfully a multi-dimensional premium nutraceutical supplement because it not only gives us that protein that we all want, it contains those macro and micronutrients, superfoods, and antioxidants, digestive enzymes, prebiotics, probiotics, and adaptogens. 
But to be honest with you, the thing that made me fall in love with it was the fact that after I used it for about 30 days, my cravings went away. And I came to realize the reason that happened was because I was finally filling all my nutrient needs every single day. So that was really what created me wanting to create a lifestyle around that for me and my family. My husband uses it every day, my daughter, my mom, and I'm so grateful that they do because it's really made a huge impact on how I feel. More energy, my digestion, too much information, but my digestion is on point, my skin is so clear. I can't recommend Shakeology enough. Who knew that a blend that contains broccoli, kale, flax, pomegranate, spinach, and several other healthy ingredients could taste so good. So if you've ever been interested in Shakeology, I want you to head to this link, www.michellefile.com forward slash links. I'll say that again, www.michellefile, and file is P-F-I-L-E.com forward slash links, and you'll be able to hear and read more information, or you can always reach out to me and I can answer any questions. I feel the same way. And what I have come to realize just from even watching people in my own family is that it's easier it's like, you know, when I speak, sometimes I tell the story about the hound dog who's sitting on the porch howling and the mailman comes every day and he's just howling away. And eventually one day the owner of the dog is also out on the porch and the mailman says, you know, I come every single day and I bring the mail and that hound dog is just howling away. What is wrong with him? And the owner says he's sitting on a nail and it doesn't hurt him enough for him to move. And so I think sometimes it's just easier because it takes more work to be positive and to find the silver lining and to find the opportunities to take the things that have happened to you and flip them. It takes more work. And some people just, they weren't breed that, they weren't bred that way. They weren't raised that way. They don't know anything about it because that's their reality. And being a negative Nelly is just who they are. And to those people, you know, I just pray for them. Like, I pray that they will one day realize that there is more to life than unforgiveness and resentment and cantankerous spirits. And that they will realize that there really is joy and love and laughter and happiness and alignment. And that you really don't have to choose. It's not an either or. Like you really can have whatever it is that you truly desire and are willing to do the work for. It doesn't have to be hustle and grind hard work like many of us were raised to believe. It's the alignment work. Mm -hmm. Doing the work to be, to sit in the significance of who we are, understanding our identity. And from that place creating, that can really change our situation, change our lives and change the lives of the things that happen around us. I think that once, if you are curious enough, for those of you who are still living in that reality, if you are curious enough to look outside of your current circumstances and find a place where happiness, joy, and abundance and alignment ensues, and you allow it to seep into who you are and you go back to that environment, you're not going to be comfortable there anymore. And that's the first sign of how to get away from it. Right. And then eventually you'll continue to grow the courage to not spend time with those people because those people are your family. 
they're the ones out here acting crazy. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a journey that I really do pray everybody gets to experience the other side of it. Cause it's just, it's just not worth it. Why hold your breath when you can have those moments that take your breath away? Oh, that's a quotable. That's (laughs) very good. I love that. And you're right. It's so interesting how that can happen. People that people that you spent so much time with, and then you start working on yourself and you go back and you're sort of sitting in a whole different world on your own. And you just know, wow, I've really grown and evolved Mm -hmm. here. And these people have not. And, you know, we hear the quote all the time, you are the five people that Mm -hmm. you surround yourself with. And it is so true. You need to find, it doesn't mean you don't love those people anymore, especially because it is often your family. You love them. You pray for them. You're there for them, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to take on their stuff. No, you've pushed past and evolved your own life and are really sinking into new mindsets. You can go find some new people to really immerse yourself in. Yeah. And then you're just going to continue that growth journey, which is, it never ends. I mean, every single day, I never end something new. Right. Now you mentioned in the beginning that you were really addicted to success. And Mm -hmm. I think I have a lot of type a powerful women listening, walk us through that. How did you kind of push past that addiction? Yeah. So I, in order to walk you through, I got to go back first. So as I alluded to earlier, you know, I was born to drug addicted turn crack addicted parents and I'm child number three. So I'm smack dab in the middle and I was often left or I'm, ch- I'm sorry, I'm child number two of three. I said that wrong. I'm like, no, you're child number two of three. So my, they're always after my older brother and and or baby or coddling my younger sister and so I'm in the middle and I'm just kind of left by myself like just to figure it out all along when I was eight my mom went to jail and her home was raided and she was taken to jail during my eighth birthday and so as a result of that I had significant abandonment issues and so I'm like okay who am I I I thought it was my fault that I had done something wrong like the 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 imaginations of children, right? We we love and we can celebrate it, but it can also be a thing that's not so great. And so I sat in this energy of abandonment and let me prove that I deserve to be here. And it was my own. No one had ever said to me, I wish you weren't here or, you know, or anything like that. I didn't, I didn't come from a verbally abusive family. So, but I myself internalized that maybe if I weren't there, things would be better. And so in order to get any attention, I achieved, right? Because I knew that if I achieved, there would be some positive attention, right? And Maslow's hierarchy of needs says that we're all seeking the place where we feel safe and secure and like we belong. And, you know, as a young child, teenager, young adult, a 47 year old, like I'm still looking for all of those things, right? And so- Achievement became my way to be seen. So, you know, in school, I would get put into like the gifted program and I would be selected for special activities and projects. And, you know, in high school, I, you know, by achieving, I got this and I got that. And all of these things created what I wanted and craved the most. So it became my drug. 
Mm-hmm. Now, all, you know, my parents were addicts. I don't think, well, there are some studies that say that addiction is hereditary. You know, I didn't take any substances, but I did, mm-hmm. I was addicted to, if I do this, then this will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was almost 30 when I realized that achieving wasn't the answer, that I was still hollow on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my first pink Cadillac at 28 and it wasn't enough. Yeah. yeah. It was never enough. Yeah. Right. And so I had been in therapy since I was like 18, but we had never really explored that. We're ex- just exploring my upbringing. <laughs> like that took right. a lot of time to work through. <laughs> and so, you know, I remember walking into my therapist. I had the same therapist for 30 years. Okay. Um, I remember walking into her office one day and saying, it's just not enough. Mm-hmm. And us starting to explore that and realizing the root of this need, insatiable desire to constantly achieve in lieu of having the love that I really wanted. Cause all I wanted was for someone to see me and know that I mattered. Mm-hmm. And through that work, we started to just chip away at it. And then I realized that what I really was after, I was never going to get by achieving because achieving in the wrong circles keeps you ostracized. Mm -hmm. So there might be empty celebration, but it's not heartfelt, loving, admirable even celebration, right? It's cold. It's distant. It's not enough to sustain you. So you go for it, looking for the next achievement hit. And then I realized that who I really needed to become comfortable with was myself. And once I started to love myself, once I started to hold myself in the same level of admiration that some other people did, it changed everything. And so I stopped looking for external validation because I found it in myself i.e. no need to achieve anymore. So if I happen to achieve, that's great because I'm still talented and and brilliant and want to be a success, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't have to do it in the hopes that people would like me or love me or pay me attention because now I was self-validated. And a lot of that also came in building my own relationship with God and getting to know God for myself and internalizing that. And for me, it wasn't about religion. It was really about deciding to establish a relationship with the creator of the universe and to be in, just like if I want to be in relationship with anyone else, we would have, we would communicate and we would spend time together. And that was through the form of prayer or meditation. And, and that helped me to begin to see myself the way that God has always seen me. And I realized that I am okay and I am enough. And I am worthy, contrary to a lot of the things I had been taught to believe as I was growing up, which is why I was chasing achievement. And so it kind of dulled the taste or the need for achievement once I started to to love myself. And I, you know, I talk about a lot of this in my book. I just wrote uh, my latest book, Move to Millions. And I talk about a lot of it. I created the book purposely to be part memoir and part methodology. So I'm telling my personal stories while I'm also unearthing some of the biggest lessons I learned that helped me to to build a company to and beyond the seven figure mark. And it has been very cathartic and it has 
from the early reviews that we're getting from people, like it has really helped a lot of people shift the way that they see themselves. So I'm saying all of this, ladies, to say that, you know, wherever you are right now, you only make need to make a decision that you want a different reality. And the decision alone, I love the way Emerson says it. He says, once you decide, all of the universe rearranges itself to bring you what you decided. So you need only decide, and then you'll start to be walked into a reality of that decision manifesting and unfolding in your life. Love it. It's so true. It's that solid decision. And too many women, myself included, many times in my life have just been wishy-washy. One day I'm this, one day I'm that, because I'm not solid in my self-belief. So I backtrack and I go forward and... (laughs) It's like, wrong. Um, but once you make that decision that all comes from the personal awareness and all that work that you just walked us through, yeah. knowing that you're enough, learning that you're enough, understanding that the universe would not have put you on this planet, n- not perfect. You're perfect right. as you are, you know, all of those things that you work on create that place where you can actually make that solid decision and feel confident in it and then keep at it, keep believing it, even when it's not working, because that's, I see this with the people I work with so much, they have a decision, but then within three days, if it doesn't work, they are out. Like they're like, well, that didn't (laughs) work then that didn't work. And I'm like, no, this might take three years. This might take seven years. It might take 30 years. You just never know. Yeah. You just have to stay solid in, in what you want. And that might evolve and backtrack. Mm -hmm. And, but if you stay solid with that one thing, it can't not work. It will, it just might not be on your, on your timeline. I'm glad you brought up your book because that was going to be my next question. Mm-hmm. So who is your book for? My book is for the entrepreneur who has dreams and aspirations to have a business that generates millions of dollars a year. Like I think a lot of us sit and we say, I want to be a millionaire one day, right? And while you don't need a business to become a millionaire, just so we're clear, If you want to use your business, the work that you do in the world as a way to fund that financial legacy that you want to be able to establish, then this book is going to give you access to the proven framework and blueprint that we've utilized in just the last two to three years to help 42 people become million dollar CEOs. And it is the process is to do it without hustle and grind, but instead to do it with grace and ease. Mm. So how to understand the significance of your, you, I mean, you talk about alignment. There's a chapter in the chapter in the book about alignment and confidence. And there's, we talk about surrender and forgiveness and all of the things that no one would think are associated with business, but they actually are right. Because who you are and the, who you become on the journey is where the real game is if you want to make millions of dollars. And so if you are an entrepreneur or small business owner and you haven't achieved the million dollar milestone or you have achieved it, but you haven't sustained it mm-hmm. and you want to find a simpler way, a way that doesn't require you to compromise your family, your faith, your freedom or your fun, then this book will walk you through exactly how you can do it. And what I love about our Move to Millions method, which is the framework that the book helps to uncover, there's five pillars, strategy, sales, systems, support, and success mindset. 
all five, it doesn't matter what kind of business you have, doesn't matter what industry you're in, it's agnostic to any business model, regardless. If you are in a network marketing business, guess what? You need a strategy, you need sales, you need systems, you need support, and you need a success mindset. If you run a major corporation or you want to have a company that hits the Fortune 500 one day, you need strategy, sales, system support, and success mindset. If you have a small business that you want to make seven figures a year working just 30 hours a week, guess what? You need strategy, sales, system support, and success mindset. So we wrote it to be all-encompassing of any person who has part-time, full-time aspirations of having a business that makes millions and how to do it in a way that honors who they are and invites them to become the best version of themselves in the process. Well, I'm 100% getting this book. It sounds amazing. <laughs> um, so you said you had 47 or 48 42. Oh, 42. 42. Okay. So 42 success stories. Can you give us a little snippet of your favorite success story besides your own? Yeah. I was going to say, oh, I don't have, I'm like, I'm like the mom who says that they don't have a favorite. I, even know, though I think I most just, moms really have a okay, favorite. Just give us one. But yeah, I, I will. I will give you one. The first person that popped into my head when you said that is a client um, that I've worked with for the last two years. Her name is Dr. Erica and she runs an education consulting business working with Black educators to help them to build businesses that will generate six and ultimately seven figures. When I first met Dr. Erica, her business was doing relatively well, multiple six figures, and she had goals and dreams to get it to the seven-figure mark. And in working together over the course of one year, she crossed seven figures. And what I love about um, Dr. Erica's story is that for me, she's so committed to excellence mm -hmm. and being a student and being a powerful leader mm -hmm. that watching her shine and develop this, like we just left her conference a few weeks ago and watching her, first of all, she was born for the stage, absolutely born for the stage. And to just watch her in action and help all of these other educators do the same exact thing. Like it's, for me, it's the ripple effect. It's not just that Dr. Erica now has a business that does seven figures a year, but she's going to help other people to create businesses that do seven figures a year. And so my ultimate goal of being able to impact 5 million entrepreneurs and small business owners to and beyond the million dollar mark is happening because Dr. Erica has had an opportunity to work directly with me and, and is now doing this work. Like it's just, it just, yeah, it just warms my heart. It gives me chills. It's so amazing. And I've got you know, every client that we've had the opportunity to work with has been amazing. They're mission-driven, they're talented. The work that they do really does make a difference and being able to serve all of them. And, you know, 42 that have crossed seven figures, hundreds that have gone from no figures to six figures or low six figures to high six figures and everything in between. Because everybody doesn't want a seven-figure business and that's okay. You don't even have to want it. That's why it's called the move to millions. It's the trajectory to millions. So you can stop anywhere you want on the continuum. If you just want a quarter of a million dollar business or a half a million dollar business, you can stop there. The framework, the methodology, what you're going to need to do and who you're going to have to become, it's all the same no matter how you want to grow. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I love about it, which makes it uniquely positioned to serve and support a multitude of entrepreneurs and small business owners and to be a real inspiration as I unpacked even some of the stories that I told really high level here 
Um, I'm really proud of it. I know that it is going to change lives and I believe it should be in every professional library. Yeah. Oh, it's, I can't wait to read it. I'm getting chills just listening to you. Yeah. It's it so sound, good. It sounds like Dr. Erica was really coachable and really. She was. Open. Oh, yeah. she's so coachable. So mm-hmm. coachable. I, I think that's key. I think it is. Um, and I have not always been great at this, letting the ego go mm-hmm. and just being open and aware and available for so many different strategies and mindset tweaks and just like mm-hmm. opening your mind and allowing yourself to mm-hmm. be a beginner, make mm-hmm. mistakes. And that's why support is so important. You know, yeah. having someone like you in in the corner or whatever, co- there's coaches everywhere, but yeah. doing it on your own is it's hard to get yourself out of those funks and directions your ego takes you. But when you're working with someone, it's a lot easier. Anyways, this was great. You really, really shared, I think some really tangible things that people can take away and implement, which is always my hope that someone can listen to this and really improve their life. Yeah. I also want people to know how they could work with you or get more of you. Where can, where can they find you? Yeah. So you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Darnielle Jervie Harmon. You can go to drdarnielle.com. And to learn more about the book, you can go to movetomillionsbook.com. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll have all of that in the show notes, you guys. So you can just click the links and it'll take you directly to these places. Awesome. This was so great. Thank you. I honestly am going to go get this book right now. I'm very excited. I think it, it sounds amazing and sounds just right up my alley. Thank you so much. This has been great. I appreciate you spending the time with us today. Thank you so much, Michelle. This was my pleasure. All right. I know you guys loved that one. It was powerful. I hope you are walking away with some value and inspiration and things you can actually start implementing into your own life. As always, I appreciate you guys so much, and I'd really love it if you would subscribe to the show and also leave a review. Five star would be awesome. No, honestly, I just appreciate hearing what you take away from the show and how it's helping you. Make sure you're following me over on Instagram at It's Michelle File and Michelle Moore File on Facebook. I love when you guys send me messages. You tag me in your stories. It's just so fun to see that some of you are really getting some really great information from these shows and these incredible guests that I'm having on. I hope you have an awesome week and we'll see you next Wednesday.